On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about how UCF is getting ready to open, but are we ready for them to open? Bulletproof backpacks and a whole bunch of new art projects that just got funded. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the cigar you forgot in your back pocket, Brendan O'Connor. That's because we're at a cigar bar. We are. We are. We're at Corona Cigars in downtown Orlando, which kind of feels like Mexico at Epcot. <laughs> it does a little bit. Yeah. It's not a bad, uh, Complete bad description. Drunk dads. and Oh, yeah. It's yeah. dad's night out here. There's like a little downtown Mexico thing happening. I actually am dressed in a Tom and Dan t-shirt tonight, and, and I am the most underdressed person here. But I'll say, you probably made the bartender say because he knew exactly who you were. Exactly, yeah. Are you, are you Bus Tucker? I am. That's exactly what happened. That's what he said. Here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about the top headlines in downtown Orlando's bungalow neighborhoods. That includes... College Park. Thornton Park. Winter Park. Audubon Park. Thornton Park. <laughs> I think you already Harry said Thornton West. Park. You already said Thornton <laughs> Park. All right, I won, I won. Yes. Uh, if you missed an episode, you can check it out on all the places you get podcast episodes. Yeah, like uh, iTunes and Google Play. And you know what, Brendan? I think I'm going to start putting it on other places. I think you said that two weeks ago, and I'm I'm going to really do it. <laughs> so if you want it on Spotify, I'll get it on there soon. Thanks, buddy. You're, you're welcome. Friends helping friends. Uh, a lot of things are happening this week. They are. I want to say we're wrapping this up just after a very successful fundraiser we did with the Downtown Orlando Partnership. And uh, we raised $13,000 to fund public art projects in the Central Business District. And I'm so excited. Yeah. Because you get all that money. <laughs> they just wrote you a big check. It was like Price is Right I, I with just, that big feather pen. Brendan O'Connor. And I'll take it. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Art. You're going to see him with this big check walking down the street. Where are you going? Publix? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a pub sub. <laughs> uh Big headlines, man. Big headlines happening. But this really, week. You, the money goes to public art. It was a big fundraiser. Yeah. We're yeah. doing like, actually, they voted. So we had 15 ideas. People got tickets to put in the ones they wanted. If you wanted to buy more than five tickets, you could. How much were tickets? Uh, $75 to get in. Wow. That's why I wasn't invited. And it was busy, John. I don't have $75. I don't either. But that's why we depend on people with money to fund these things. That's right. Hashtag socialism. (laughs) And uh, it worked out. I'm really excited. So some of the ideas they funded were... what was the what, what idea blew you away the most? I know you had ideas in there, but not one of your ideas. I'm really excited about this alleyway by the lodge, where uh, a bouncer was killed. Oh yeah, there was bouncer stabbed there. Yeah, now mm-hmm. there's a plaque there, but people don't read the plaque, so they just pee there all the time. Ah, and it's like a memorial space. But one of the ideas is to make that walkway the ground into like it looks like lace or like a carpet so like you you know you're stepping onto like a place of significance okay and uh i'm really excited about it and that one got funded another one is uh making intermittent like colorful bricks on wall street and so we're gonna making wall we're making wall street look like this peppered rainbow walkway which I love that. That's my project. That's your project. Really excited about that. All right. What was Couple the worst murals. project? No, I'm just kidding. 
They didn't make it. Oh. I, I called them out. So I'm curating the project. I'm really excited about it. Nice. So Downtown Orlando Partnership asked me to match make artists to uh, really cool venues around. Cool. Those. Yeah. My cigar just died out. I'm sure somebody will light it here for you. I got a, I got a really good, I think it's a Davidoff, and it's supposed to be buttery and, like, smooth. What's it taste like? Smoke? It's still, it's, it's still spicy for me. And Maybe you should put a stick of butter on it and smoke <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, obviously, I would say yes to that. <laughs> Have you seen me? <laughs> I will smoke butter. <laughs> Headlines this week, John. Brought to us by? Nobody. The, the letter H. <laughs> Headlines. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. You're on you. it. Yeah, we'll take sponsors, though. If you want to sponsor anything we do, we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll go there. If you want us to come out and, like, record in your restaurant and talk about what you got, Let we'll us do know. it. Reach on out to sales you know, at com. Brendan, we are on episode, like, 120-something, and we have never said that. 129. We have never said, hey, like, if you want us to come out, we'll come to your place. And yet we go somewhere different you know why? every week. Because we do it because we love it, John. Because we're terrible at marketing <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Yeah, so if you want us to come over to your place, let us know. If it's your house, we'll come over. Yeah. You provide the beers, yeah. we'll come over. You don't even need to clean it. I don't care. I'll come uh, I'll come hang out It has to there. be in the bungalow area. I'll do it. I'll do it. I got to say, there's a really hot dude smoking a cigar watching us. Watching us? And like, see. what are those guys yeah. doing in here? Or like, maybe he's like, I'm going to steal his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you read this article by Orlando Weekly this week? I oh, okay. It's so. the title issue for their Wednesday issue, title article for Wednesday issue called "Ready or Not," and it's about the eight thousand students that are headed to the downtown campus. This I, week. I read page one, I think. Okay, so I read half of it. Half of it. I got kind of the gist of it. The gist is basically they're not ready for all these people, <laughs> right? We have a month, a month, a month before UCF and we Valencia. Have a, we have somebody staring up. at us right yeah, now. Yeah, she is. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say hello to our dozens of listeners? What do you Hi, say? what's going on? What are we talking about? What's the topic? We're talking about uh, all the students that are coming downtown Orlando for the new UCF, for UCF Valencia campus. And whether we're ready for it. So why they're ready for what? What are is it that we're speaking about about the are we students coming to campus and so on? So what is it? Lay it on I me. Mean, this is too general. What's <laughs> happening? Well, we have a new campus that's opening up in August. And Where? there's... Right, right about right here, three blocks from Orlando, here. Across three blocks from here. Where as to three blocks from here? Church, <laughs> Sikora, Cigar. Uh, on the uh, downtown, other side of, of I-4. Other side of I-4. Okay, yes. so what are we creating here? What type of environment <laughs> do we want? Exactly. It's called, what do we want here? What are we it's called Creative Village. So they're building all these big, beautiful buildings to house them and, and teach them. And so it's Valencia and UCF. But not all the buildings are ready yet. They have a month to finish so everything. Are these buildings only available to students and housing students? Or are these buildings available to just the common public? Most of them happening? most of them are actually <laughs> for the students. But one of them is a mixed income place. And it's the only one that's finished. So it's it's a subsidized income environment for the students so they can actually afford... The ramen noodles and their living. <laughs> and people from the neighborhood. Shut up. I know. Pretty good, right? What's oh your name? Oh, my God. Deanna. Deanna, where are you from? I am from Puerto Rico. Oh, are you visiting? you live here? I live here. Oh. You. You're having, they're having a little trouble there right now, I hear. How? Well, with their governor, he's resigning. We have booted him out the <laughs> freaking country, so now we're good. Deanna, I'll say... 
because you're new. No cussing, just in case. We don't cuss because this goes on the radio, so be careful. I haven't yet. No, that's why I'm telling you ahead. We're good, right? It's so We're good. We're hyped now. We got a little hype. Deanna, what do you do? I actually bartend for Corona Cigars. I love oh. it. Well, thank you. We're having a good time so far. We're having an absolutely great time here tonight. What do people need? Is there like a, a special or something people need to know about at Corona? You know what? A special about Corona is everything is always a special every single day. You just got to come in and enjoy the full experience. That's so what wait, it's all about. What's your favorite thing about Orlando? My favorite thing about Orlando is the people. The people are always obscured. All right, all right. There's always a new thing going on. I love you it. You never know what's happening. Uh-huh. Fast pace. You got like an artist. Like you. Very energetic. <laughs> yes. You're fitting right in. We're popping. You got this. We're popping. I love it. We're like, like my lip chap. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Sienna. Thanks for saying hey. <laughs> She's All right. awesome. I love it. I love Corona. This is what happens when you record live. You get people that you come record by live. And you talk, talk to, to cool us. people. We just made our That's new best right. friend. All right. So back to uh, back to Valencia and UCF. It is uh, interesting because I don't know if they're. I mean, I think the schools are going to be ready, right? It's the it's, it's the people. Some of the buildings aren't ready. Like there's the emerging. We're working with them on. I have to say, they're a sponsor of our like Creative Village is a sponsor yes. of our next big issue, our Downtown yes. Survival Guide. Even being said, they have a very big crunch time of one month to finish everything, and they only have one certificate of occupancy for their building so far. Yeah, according to this report. Oh yeah, and, I, and, and, and they're trying to get possibly some temporary cer- uh, certificates of occupancy. Yeah, just but to even get it that wrong. you have to like do. I think it's gonna be fine. Most of it's like Windows stuff. I think they're going to figure this out in a month. Yeah. This is I, a big I, thing. I, I, if I was a, a gambling man, Brendan, I would bet that it's going to work out. John, you look at the stakeholders they have in place yes. to make this thing happen. It's going to happen. Now, I don't know if all the residents' places are going to uh, be ready. That might not all be ready. They got to be, man, because these people, some of these people are coming but from out of town. How many of those, of those seven or 8,000 students that are going to school there, they're not all living down there. No. They're just going to school there. Right. But, like, I mean, but you have people it. coming from out of town that are going to come into the True. Campus. But are they going to live there? Are they going to live on the other side of town at Valencia, or at UCF? Or I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, that's what we're seeing with this guide. Is like people are interested in seeing where else they can live nearby too, if it's not ready. I got five houses in my neighborhood that are for sale, and Look I live me. two miles from there. So if you're looking to buy a house? We can we can hook come you up. Come buy a we house. Some good realtors. That'll, yeah, that'll or I'll rent you a room. How about it. that? Um, and just like we were saying, Amelia Court. Is open. That's a 256-unit apartment complex. That's open now. It's it's open. Just open, but it's mixed income, and that's open to everybody. They're Anybody live students. there? Not yet. They I haven't. Okay. Yeah. It's also meant. It's like it's subsidized housing for people in Paramore that can like also afford. Yes. Yeah. And what? But do you know how much like a rents are? Any idea? I haven't looked at that. No. Yet. I haven't All right. Seen that yet. Uh. Anyway, I got a I got a heavy topic. Uh oh. Bulletproof backpacks. Ah. Uh, do you want one? So I don't have, I don't go to school and I don't carry a backpack, so okay. I don't really need nor want one. Apparently, so this is done by, this is, it's being sold by Guard Dog Security, which is a Sanford-based company. Yes. These backpacks are bulletproof. It's like adjacent to Kevlar. It's just very tightly woven, fancy fabric. Uh, can stop certain bullets, not all bullets, not like armor piercing or something, but it can stop bullets. And it could be life-saving, and they're selling out. They're being sold at Office Max, Office Depot, and Kmart. 
They're lightly woven, and they sell for like 175 to like 300 bucks. Wow. It's, so what do you think? You're right. It's sad. It's a it's a sad state of affairs that we, that, we ha- that we need them. However, I'm not a parent, so I don't I don't have any kids here. But I do remember somebody talking about this, and they were like, "Well, why wouldn't I maybe buy this? Because if it could potentially save my kid's life, I would want to have it." I wonder if it comes with like training on how to use. Them. I don't think so. Like, is there like certain self defense things you should do with it? Like, it's not just going to save you just because you're carrying it. No, but if like, you're running down the hall and you have your backpack on, yeah, I guess right. And somebody God, starts shooting. Oh, it, it really about, is. It and we're really talking is. about it in a way that's like it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like one of those precautions that, well, you know. They come in a variety of colors and patterns. You can get a pink one. Okay. You know? Somehow. I mean, I guess if you're nine years old, you don't know the difference, really. You're like, oh, it's my backpack. But your parents might know. So is this going to be like the new norm? If you can make a backpack, could you make a suit jacket? I mean, I guess. I mean, do we get to the point where everybody just wears Kevlar everywhere they go? Probably not. Uh, Hopefully not. not. Kevlar is expensive. True. Yeah. True. But 300 is not bad. But they're selling out. But, so there's I mean, a demand But it there. is sort of crazy that we even have to have these things. I also want to say, though, they'll last longer. You know? Like, I when I was a kid, I went through a backpack every, like, I probably went through a couple backpacks a right. school year. Yeah. Because I was so tough on them. Yeah. And I was carrying a lot of books because I like to read. Because you're a nerd. I'm a nerd. <laughs> Look at me now running the world. <laughs> yeah. Top most powerful 65 people. <laughs> How was that party? We didn't even talk about it. Are we trying to talk about that? No. We, oh, well, last week you uh, you went to it. Orlando Magazine had their 50 most powerful people party. Yep. I'm in the top 65. Yeah. 15 people to watch. Yeah. Jim Hobart and me are number 66 and 67. Number, Scott, Scotty Campbell said he was 66. So uh, I think he can have it. I'll be, I'll be 68. All right. Jim Hobart could be 69. Who's 69? <laughs> <laughs> He's too short for 60. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, it was fun. It was at Millennia. I thought it was going to be like in a weird private. No, it's right bar. out in the courtyard. You were literally like in the hallway. That's where they have Santa Claus. Yeah. that's. I was the Santa Claus <laughs> for a night. And people like fishbowl around you and like, oh, there's the mayor. Oh, there's. Kelly Cohen, the top lobbyist in the world, you know, and there's Brendan O'Connor spilling things on his shirt. <laughs> it was fun, though. It was cool to be around. There was an after party down the street. and then Did people ask, who are you? A couple did. A couple did, yeah. And I'm kidding, Brendan. No, they did. It's, well, and like, who, who are, are you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We had name tags. Like, oh. Bungle what? Like, I'm number that? 65. I was hanging out with the, this guy, Dave something something. He's the from Second Harvest and I was oh, like Oh, Dave Krepko. <laughs> yeah, he's a president of Second know, Harvest. And I was like, so you're on the board or something? Yeah. He's like, no, I'm a president. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> nice to meet you. you know, I just wrote about you because <laughs> we actually just shared a, uh, a map for where you can feed your kid during the summer if they're used to subsidized lunches. Oh, okay. Uh, at your school. Like most, I think what, 80% of schools in Central Florida are on are Title I. A lot of them are. Yeah, on subsidized lunch programs. And then when summer comes around, they don't have anywhere to eat. So I just made a point of saying, you rock. This is awesome. This is awesome. You have this. And this does, does the library do that, too, where they give out food? I, I thought they snacks, did. But I don't think they do food. All food. right. But the second harvest. Can an adult go to a school and get free lunch? <laughs> no. 
What and if I'm really hungry? <laughs> no. All right. And we got in trouble for that because we were we, when I was with Art Reach Orlando, we would do a summer camp in Bithlo, and those kids, you know, that's literally might might be the only meal that they were getting yes. sometimes, right? Yeah. And they wanted to bring extras back to their parents who maybe weren't eating. Ah. Right? And we and if we had extras because a kid didn't show up, we could not There actually there is a nonprofit that does that. Uh, I think they're called the Ornall Foundation, where yeah. they give you like a backpack full of food and it's real discreet and you can take it home because they're right, your family sometimes doesn't have enough to eat either. Yeah. And the thing is we have so much food. I don't know how long you talked to Dave Krupko about this, but it, it's not we like get into specifics. It's not like there's a food shortage that people are hungry. We have plenty of food it's getting it to people it that's the hardest weird. part we're talking about food access while i was oh yeah eating a shoving this. lamb shank probably it was a decadent weird looking cheesecake from glass knife so it had gold on it yeah and i'm literally talking about access to food <laughs> yes right and i was like oh, i just shared your you mouth you and should I'm feel a good terrible person. yeah wow like and what do they do with the extra cheesecakes throw it out burn it what a weird world we live in oh it really i mean Yes. I mean, think of all the food we throw away. It's a lot. Talking to food, I just uh, was at Ravenous Pig. Oh, I, 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 I talked to my friend Fias ah. from the Orlando Weekly. He said he saw you there. I don't know, because he was about to head to go play hockey yeah, with you. I play hockey with Fias. Street hockey. I don't know how he's playing hockey, because he had a few drinks with me. He was a little tipsy. So, yeah, he was... We got him a little tipsy, John, and then ah, sent him to go play yeah. hockey with he you. He was drinking 13% beers, he said. <laughs> uh, he left before the tiki drink started coming out. I was drinking a tiki drink out of a pig's butt, <laughs> a ceramic pig. Oh, a ceramic pig. Yeah, a ceramic oh. pig. would have been better if it was a real one. I don't do that anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like I'm just imagining like a, like a beer bong or something you just like put your mouth up to its butt when i worked at you epcot just pour beer in it. when i worked at epcot every country has a drinking team and the canadian pavilion drinks out of uh flamingo a lawn flamingo okay now we've hollowed out the back and hollowed out the head and some of our friends went to the playboy beer pong championship in california yes and brought the bird that's what we called it and uh got out all these playboy executives to be drinking out of it they now sell Flamingo beer bond. Should have patented that. I agree. Should have trademarked. Doesn't it doesn't matter. It's still funny. What was I talking about? You're talking about Ravenous, uh, Ravenous Pig. Pig. They're, They're opening brewery. 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 It's a hard word to say when you're sober. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> Harder to say when you're smoking yeah, cigars. Maybe. Like uh, like a speech impediment. Impediment is also hard to say it is. if you have a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> So, so they, they got a new brewery, or expanded brewery. They're expanding it because they've always had one cask and larder inside. Now they're, they've acquired this uh, rental car building behind them, and it's going to, like, triple, quadruple their beer production. Yes. Because they own restaurants in Dizzy Springs, the airport, and Winter Park. Yes. And then in between their two buildings, there's this courtyard parking space. That's going to be your beer garden. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was really neat. I had a great time. The food was fantastic. Uh, Larry, the their brewmaster, Larry, was just... Larry, that is a good brewmaster's name. And a nice guy. Yeah? I'm actually always I floored. Feel like if you're working with beer all the time, you're kind of a nice guy, don't you think? I've met a couple of not nice, and we recorded, we recorded uh, some not nice ones, right? Yeah, I won't. They're a little standoffish, Okay. Right? 
But the beer scene here, I'm just always surprised at how supportive they all are of each other. Uh, because Ravenous Big can't keep up with their demand right now, Sideward Brewing selling beer to them. Like, they're brewing oh. the beer for Ravenous Pig. So will they sell Cast and Lager or Ravenous Pig beer anywhere besides yeah. there? The idea is, yes, once they ramp up their production, because they're opening in August, once they ramp up production probably later in the year, uh, they'll be distributing it, canning ah, it on nice. site and selling it Because I don't else. think I've ever, I mean, I've been to Ravenous Pig. I've, no. I've been to the Polite Pig. I don't know if I've ever had a beer there. Uh, it's really good. I good. loved it. It was really good. We had a good blend ale. Anyway, we're out of time. Come on back, and we're going to tell you about some restaurant closures, uh, a big grant for electric buses downtown, and more. Awesome. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. The August selection for the Southwest Book Club is Educated, a memoir by Tara Westover. Read the book, then join the club for a chat about it at our Southwest branch in the Dr. Phillips area on August 27th. Registration is open for the popular event, Romance, Wine, and Chocolate, on August 30th at our Chickasaw branch. Meet notable romance writers, including our featured speaker, Sonali Dev. Please note, this event tends to sell out. Still paying for audiobooks? Your library card gives you access to several audiobook platforms with handy apps so you can listen to your favorite author right from your phone. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Traumatic events create a ripple effect, and the scars left behind don't heal overnight. They take time. The Orlando United Assistance Center is ready to walk the journey with you. Here, you're more than a client. You're a person. Through our advocacy, we'll help navigate a multitude of complex needs tailored just for you. Because together, we are resilient. Together, we can thrive. Together, we are family. If you or someone you love needs immediate assistance, we're available all day, every day of the year. So please visit OrlandoUnitedAssistanceCenter.org or call 407-500-HOPE. That's 407-500-4673 if you or a loved one wants to start the journey with us today. Welcome back to Bungalow on the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. Burp, 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 the bus. <laughs> I like that. You like that? Yeah. All right. And I'm the uh, broken fountain in the plaza, Brandon O'Connor. And uh, we are hanging out at Corona Cigar Company. And I am feeling it. You're feeling it? I like it's not tobacco in that cigar you're smoking. I put a little thing on it. It's wacky tobacco. Put, put a little wacky, wacky, wacky tobacco on it. <laughs> you know? little stank on it this is the first time i've been in here I ever think. ever i think so i've been here a couple times yeah a little smoky in here but i like know, it because it's a cigar bar it's full of like straight dudes oh yeah i like that sometimes you just got to surround yourself with some bde what's that i don't know if i can say it you probably can't big <laughs> blank energy ah you know what i mean dude energy dude energy <laughs> big dude energy all right <laughs> 
Because there's like a swagger to the dudes that come here. Yeah, you gotta it's wear like, you gotta wear one of those like Cuban shirts to be yeah, in here. Sports <laughs> jackets and there's like hats. Rap stars coming here and there's, Wait, did you say rap stars? Yeah, and like basketball players. And people have lockers where they keep their fancy cigars and liquors. And I just I like that. Yeah? I'm sitting in here drinking a Dosakis. Hey, you got your laptop out like a nerd. I'm a nerd. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. Nobody looks at you like you're a loser. They're like, what's up? What's happening over there? Oh, yeah. Who are those? We're making deals right now. And wheeling. We're selling stocks. Stocks. Yeah, sell. Yeah. Buy. Buy. Sell it all. Sell, Ooh. sell, sell. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Here at Bungalore in the Bus, you're talking about all the top headlines of Bungalore's downtown districts. And uh, that's all yeah, I got to say. You what? can read it on bungalore.com. Yeah. Go there. Because I don't want to talk about it Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, see? Follow us, see? Rusty Spoon. Just up the street. New owners. New owners. Kathleen Blake didn't tell me about it. I asked her about it a couple months ago. Well, maybe it wasn't happening a few months ago. It was happening, but she I, didn't want to tell you know? me. I knew it was for sale. I wouldn't tell you either. You'd People probably blab it all over town. Yeah, good. I'll help you find a buyer. That's she did. Point. She didn't need you. Yeah, someone in the Netherlands. <laughs> I thought they worked in the kitchen or something. Or maybe no. somebody from the, sh- the chef Michelle Lagerwage, I don't know how to say Dutch things, <laughs> has, has purchased it. She owns a place called Cafe Elise in Utrecht, Netherlands. Utrecht. She, she, Utrecht? Utrecht. Have you been there? I have. Oh, yeah. is it nice? Uh, it was a long time ago, but yeah, it was nice. Well, she bought it. And I say congratulations to the Blakes. Kathleen Blake and William, her husband, brought farm to table dining to orlando down and especially downtown orlando yeah they like shaped that scene her food is amazing uh she deserves the accolade she gets she works with the james she's a james beard nominated chef yes and she works with the james beard foundation regularly so what's next for her? are they going to open another restaurant they're going to take a little break and figure that out deservedly yeah they have kids i think they have like four kids all right or three yeah. Uh, uh, so did, I, say, did I read that it's not going to be called the Rusty Spoon anymore? No, it's going to be called Elise, and I think it has to do with Cafe Elise, which is in the Oh, Netherlands. okay. Yeah. So she's expanding her brand. So but that, she's also farm-focused. So then what, what are see. you buying when you buy a restaurant like the that? The space and assets and... Okay. Yeah. The chef. I feel like you... I don't know. To me, I'm not a restaurant person, but I feel like you would buy the brand. Like, you... People know the Rusty Spoon. They like it. I'm sure part of what the do- what that dollar amount is 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 like you're paying for the brand, right? But, but if you're not going to use the brand, what's the what's the point? I don't know. My cigar is done. Oh, really you sad. still got half a cigar there, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, we had another restaurant closure. Why do you keep bringing up bad news? Just tell me some good news. Do you want, you All want right, let's good talk news about first? this one first. No, let me tell you good news first. All right. Lynx got a federal grant yes. of almost $2 million. Nice. And it will buy them new buses that oh. are fully electric. Okay. So they will use them with limo. That's the downtown free bus circulator. So those are going to be electric buses. Electric. Well, that's nice. pay for gas no more. That's good. Yeah. That's all I have to say about it. I, I did read something the other day about the funding with the Lynx system that they're going to get. What was it like? 
nine million more dollars next year from the county. From the county? Yeah, but they're not going to add any routes. They're not going to add any buses. I guess they're just sort of like stocking it up, shoring up funds right now. I'm wondering if the Lynx is going to be taking over management of Sunrail. Because the Sunrail ownership will switch soon. Seven years from when they started was when they were going to. Yeah. That's when it has to get funding, I think, from uh, locally. Yeah. I think they had some funding by the state. I could be wrong on this. It's, it's been a be while. It's going to be municipally run, right? Yeah, but, so, but pretty soon it, it switches over. You're right. Well, you're not going to be seeing DeLand or Sanford paying for like well, an De- equal it's supposed share. To, but it, well, it's supposed to expand to DeLand. Yeah. And I don't know. I We'll see. I don't see our you know, president paying for it's it. Funny, it's funny. No. <laughs> or the governor, even, maybe. No. But I, well, but he's I, a little progressive, that governor. He's doing some good things. He's doing some good things, but yeah. I don't know if public transportation's on, on top of the list. I heard something the other day on the radio, and I, I only caught the Tell tail me about end. It, I caught the tail end of it, but it made me think about Orlando. It talked about how buses really aren't sexy, but they actually transport way more people than trains do in, in certain areas. And there was a there was a, there, a good running public transportation yes. system is the backbone of a community. I think they were talking about Richmond, Virginia, for some reason. Okay. And like in Richmond, they did like some dedicated bus lanes and some dedicated buses for certain parts of town, and it like completely changed how people got around. And it's because they actually put money toward it. And, and the guy on there was like, you know, I understand buses. Once again, they aren't sexy, but they work. And they move people, and I, I don't know if a lot of communities embrace that. They all want to do the the next big thing. You want to have the trains. You want to have the. There's the, a way to make buses sexy. I'm sure. Yes. I I don't know what it is. I was just watching something on Monocle, which well, if no, you don't well, read Monocle, actually, no. Monocle's amazing. Before you say that, Brendan, okay, I, go think, for it. I think what he said was, he said what they made it do was they made it run every 15 minutes, and you knew that you weren't ever going to miss a bus. Yeah, because that, dependability. Yeah, and once again, key. that's not sexy. But if you're the one who has to like actually use it, yeah. oh, I missed it. Oh, I just got to wait 15 more minutes. I'm good. And that's why everybody's really excited about this autonomous bus shuttle movement. Yes, because if you don't have to be paying for someone to run it, and it's just the bus is just circulating all the time, you could do 15 minute circulation True. patterns. They just need their own dedicated route, which we already have downtown. Which is exciting, and that's another reason why Orlando uh, was chosen as a an autonomous vehicle testing ground. Yeah. So, yeah, keep an eye on that. Do you think people who are tourists here know that that's a free bus? Does it say free everywhere? No, it should say it on the bus. Oh, it should say it everywhere. Yeah, like, this S is free. Yeah. That's what it should say. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if everybody knows it's free or not. No, but that's what they hope, like, this downtown visitor center, they'll tell people that. Who's going to downtown visitor center? I, 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 I'm, not a down, I'm not a downtown visitor, so you know I don't go. They're going to Wahlburgers. They're going walking through Church Street. Yeah. Like, that's where people are going. Lake Eola. That's why these wayfinding, like, digital sign things that people keep talking about bringing to downtown Orlando yeah. are key. Yeah. Once again, not super sexy, but really important. Yes. If you're a tourist and you want, or even a local, and you don't know these things exist. Can I tell you bad news again? Yeah. <laughs> I sure. love it. I'm such a Disney villain. Mon petit chéri café. You said that so French Canadian. Oh, merci beaucoup. Uh, it's closed. And so if you don't know what this is and why this is a big deal, it's a small little French cafe bakery that was on Park Avenue. Beautiful building. I don't 
don't know if fully ever realized the space that it was in. I can see that. Yeah, uh, has closed. They competed in the Orlando Signature Dish Competition. Which we have talked about on previous episodes. Multiple times. Multiple times. Because we loved it. Yes. <laughs> uh, they won the best. They won. So They, anyway, they were what, Orlando's Signature Dish. So the county... Not me. Their dessert was. That's the competition I want to win. Brendan O'Connor, Orlando's Signature Dish. (laughs) Turkey leg. You should get a shirt that says that. It just says Orlando's Signature Dish. I'll do it. (laughs) It's pretty funny, actually. But, like, drawn like a turkey leg. I want to look like a turkey leg. Yeah. But that's it's me. All right. Yeah. Someone's eating me. I like And I'm like, oh, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Someone make that for me. I'll pay you a million dollars. Then... County mayor in 2017, Teresa Jacobs, Jacobs, wanted like a legacy project before she left office. She wanted to find Orlando's signature dish. Yeah, she went hunting for it. What is it going to be? Put on her safari hat and went hunting with a big machete. And then she sat there at a round table with some of Orlando's best culinary minds. I was there, but in the background. Yeah. <laughs> with a like, little pencil. Who's that guy behind the trees? What's he doing here? <laughs> What's he doing there? Peeking in. He's peeking in. Brendan, get out. Turn on the Brendan, hose. Get out of here. Get out of here. That <laughs> <laughs> was here in the back. And she was like, but, caveat, it's got to do with honey. Got to do with honey. Got to use honey. And so, like, come on, Teresa Jacobs. <laughs> Are you kidding me? She's not even the mayor anymore. Honey, that's that's why I didn't say mayor. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ridiculous. And it curved the whole thing, and nobody was really excited about it. And we made fun of it forever. And uh, honey nougat glacé turned out to be the winning dish created by our friends in the now-closed Mon Petit Cherie Cafe. Yes. And, John, I felt so bad because in the effort of making fun of the competition, I lost sight on the fact that somebody really tried really hard to make yeah, a good dish. And, and, and I never had the actual dessert, but you, you did, did, right? Yeah. Because I had a moment after she won, and I had a couple months of just like, okay, it doesn't need to be a big deal anymore. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. And it was delicious. Oh, I'm sure it was delicious. And we, t- to be fair, Brendan, I know he made fun of the contest. Yeah. We, I don't think we ever made fun no, of her. Never, we always said it was, it's probably a delicious dish. Uh, it just it just maybe wasn't Orlando's signature. It was dish. basically like a pie, like ice cream pie. Which I love ice cream and pie. Yeah. So and honey. Together. You regularly And glace. I don't even know what glace is, but it's probably delicious. Ice. Ice glace means ice. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had to Google that to see how to spell it. <laughs> it has a C in it, doesn't and it? And an exante goo over the E. Yeah. Whatever that is. <laughs> That's a fancy I'm done. French hat. I'm out of that spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> you French the, people are you so hit fancy. The, hit the bell on me for that one. <laughs> French people are so fancy they put hats on their vowels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're closed. And so that's at 331 South Park Avenue. We don't know what's going to go in there. But again, there's like a beautiful plaza. The space itself is really was, pretty. Was it next door to that cigar bar? Which is now also Which now is also closed. closed yeah. It's, and I'm guessing the owner owns both of those spaces. Maybe. So we'll see what happens. It's actually a very European-looking building. Yeah. Uh, something will go in there. It's Park I hope Avenue. it's really cool. They need a bar. Like, just like a bar, but Park Avenue doesn't let that happen. Is it because of, like, they, like seats per... You got to yeah, sell so much food to 51% drink? food or something. I don't even Can't know if a liquor. bar can make it there because you got to sell a lot of drinks to afford You just rent. do a bar on Park Avenue. You you're think you're going to kill, kill it? it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're ready for it. 
I just don't know if it'll ever happen. Uh, well, I have to give a shout out to one of our Bungalore buddies, Jason Reynolds. Okay. Huge fan of the program. Huge fan. Yes. And he works for the city or oh, the I county, actually, county yeah. parks. And he's uh, he's got a master's in urban and regional planning from University of Florida. He's going to be doing a talk at the upcoming Orange County Community Conference. And it's about reducing crime through environmental design. And if that's super boring for you, I'm sorry. If not, go check it out on bungalore.com because I think it's a great talk. I might do an, a, a special episode with Jason. Yeah, you And he should. can talk about it. And it's basically about like how to design your yard or like lay out your yard in your house so, to prevent people from breaking in. And oh, that really? also applies to neighborhoods and public spaces. Just put a bunch of cameras in it. You're this good. Is, this is how to do it without <laughs> cameras. <laughs> Put a bunch of plants that look like cameras. I just I love talking about bungalower buddies, people out there who love us, that are like doing the work to make Orlando a better place. Yeah, put a wall around your house. Put a wall. Right? Right? No. Have the have motion have Volusia County pay for it. It's like <laughs> I put out a sprinkler, a motion activated sprinkler. There's so many things. How you did can that do. work? It did all right. Yeah. It did all right. It actually worked. Uh, Zora Neale Hurston National Museum is moving. Not in our coverage area, but it's cool. Something yeah. to keep an eye on. I wish we wrote about Eatonville because it's well, like <laughs> you're the editor. You can write about anything you want. It's just so far. <laughs> it's just like it's basically Maitland, and if yeah, I gotta write about next them, to Winter Park, I feel like I could just keep doing. that. If you made the effort, Brendan, I could do it. You could do, I it. Could do it. That's what other people have told me. Yeah. About. About many things. <laughs> Mostly losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just get a correspondent who lives there. Oh, they could do And then you don't things. have to go there. It's like you're a professional news writer. Yeah. And you know all these things work. Yeah. Oh. Do you want to do it? No. <laughs> I have a real job. That pays money. Frosty's Christmas Time Lounge and its sister space, Fuel. Very sold. similar. You got a Christmas bar and a rock and roll bar. I mean, <laughs> similar at all. Yeah. But kind of similar when you're in there, <laughs> to be honest. Have sold to new owners. Uh, it's actually been bought by, they've both been bought by the owners of Swigs. Swigs is the okayest bar in Orlando. Is that their, that's their motto? <laughs> it's so smart. <laughs> and I met the boys when they were just finishing up the renovations in Fuel which is now back open, but Frosty's will not be open until, like, the fall when it gets cold again. So are they going to do that all the time, where they're just, like, closed in the summer, open in the winter? Oh, we'll see what happens. I think they're at least just going to ramp up business, make sure they get the flow right and fuel. Uh, they're going to add a new outdoor patio. There's a little courtyard space in between yeah. all three bars. We should say this is right downtown, right across the street from the Orange County uh, History Center. Yeah, and the library. It's a cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually, I, Brendan, I was one of the first to do a video on Frosties when they opened. Were you really? Yeah, I worked at Wash. It did phenomenal. It did huge is that numbers. Because I wrote about it and you scooped it. No, I think I was down there and I did I think it first. I broke. I broke that. We'll story. see. We'll, we'll check later. Story. We'll check later. <laughs> I like fighting with you, John. Yeah, I will. I will. All right. I know you will. You'll do <laughs> If anyone out there is looking for a job, uh, you can be a swan boat attendant. Uh, imagine. Yeah, yeah imagine. Looking for it again. I feel like we talked about Would it. Would you want to do that job? Year. I thought about for it. For a day, maybe? And not for a day. It'd be fun. We could do a video. Uh -huh. I want to wear short shorts and a crop top. Okay. And a mullet. Okay. And I'll tell people how to rent it. And we'll just do a video. That, we could probably do that. That'd be fun. I could shoot it from like... 
away and put a microphone on you? Like, what do you, what do you want to run? You guys want to ride a swan? Yeah, ride a swan. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I want a bigger mustache. Start growing it now. I, I've been trying for two years. No, you shave it. I don't shave. Really? It. Yeah, this is just it. Why don't you just have a mustache? Because I don't have a chin. <laughs> <laughs> Get a chin. Was blown off in the in the war. I lost my chin. Okay. Nah, I'm just fat. How much does a swan boat attendant pay? Guess. Fifteen dollars an hour. Less. Ten. Ten dollars an hour. What about this? What about this equality here in the city of Orlando? You know, can I tell you more about the hoops you have to jump through for this ten dollar an hour job? What do you got? You got to pass the background check, physical and drug test. All right. Criminal background check. Yeah. And a polygraph examination. I had to do that. You did? I did. But you have a real job. I have a real job with the sheriff's office. This is like a seasonal renting out swan boat job. Well, they want good people to do it, apparently. You have to have a college degree? No. No. (laughs) High school What would you major in? You have to be a high school graduate. Swan (laughs) boatery? (laughs) Swan (laughs) boatery. I was on the uh, collegiate row team <laughs> at Harvard, <laughs> and this is a good boat. It's a good boat. I uh, I majored in swan boat theory, <laughs> liberal arts, but you know that's I have a doctorate in paddling and you know, uh, bachelor of science <laughs> and how wind direction. <laughs> all right, so uh, all you, I I don't even know who, who is there. Who is their talent pool for that? I. I guess people who are, like, on a gap year. I mean, I'll be honest. I could have probably got that job at 18 because I didn't do any of those things. $10 an hour? Yeah. I feel like I made more than that at Pita Pit. <laughs> you like, probably did. I, I think I did. Yeah. And I got tips. Yeah. You know? You think the Swan Boat people get tips? No. You don't think so? No. For what? what? I don't know. Helping you in the boat? Helping you out of the boat? You'd, like, have to touch my butt if you were going to get me... Get a tip. I mean, me. they made sure you didn't fall in the water. You're not getting a tip. Ain't nobody tipping swamp boat. I don't attendant. know. Let's go interview them. Maybe they make a lot of money on the Will side. Will you do a video? Go interview. Will you go check it out. We can. What you want me to investigate that? Yeah, because I'm lazy. I got another thing. This is in your hood. Okay. I want to hear what you think about it. All right. An affordable senior housing project was pitched. Okay. Near your home. So College Park, Northwestern yes. College Park, just outside of the packing district. Where at? I can't remember. On Orange Blossom it. Trail? No, off of it. Like off, maybe like Lee Road area. Okay. Um, it's like a minute away, a mile away from the okay. packing district. But it was, they were talking about it, the recent municipal planning board meeting. And there were people there from College Park who were like not into it. Not not in our neighborhood. Not not in our like NIMBY, not in our not in my backyard people, but also environmentalists because they say it's too close to the Wakaiva Basin. Okay. Basin. Oh, okay. But so it must be on Lake Fairview then, somewhere. I think it's close to that. But the main when they got down to it, I think this was a gross spotter article. When they really got down to it, talking to people, it's affordable. It's they were just like, we just feel like we're under siege. We don't want intense development here. We want more nature and trees. That's why we live here. No more development. That's what they were saying. And okay. Right? And it's like, I'm sorry. You live in the city. Like, not, you don't live in the country there. You don't. No. And, I, and I think they people, 
we've talked about this before with hourglass people. These outer band areas, like they call them exurbs, yes. almost suburbs. Yeah. Uh, as Orlando grows. Well, Ivanhoe is a great example. That's the future of Ivanhoe is up. The future of a lot of places is up. It's not just Ivanhoe. Anywhere close to downtown is up. And unless you're going to buy that land and keep it a preserve. Yeah. Good luck, man. Yeah. No, I get I mean, I get people don't want things to change, but I just feel like if you live in an urban core, like it's going to develop. The problem is people who are living out there don't see that as urban core. It is. It, 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 it is. is. If you want to live in the country, like. Yeah. Because most houses around you or buildings around you are not three stories, right? It doesn't. That's changing. Yeah. And the only way to change that is to either work with the city to change the map, that future planning zoning map, or buying the property yourself. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I just. That's oh my gosh, how, we had two minutes. Oh, geez. We had two minutes for events. Jim Hobart really wants to talk really quick about a great house. He's got, a, thing. He's a, got a, a dog event. Jim, make it real quick. Two seconds. All right, uh, August 22nd at the Abbey, we are doing a uh, local love Orlando is doing a um, fundraiser for Greyhounds in Motion, which moves Greyhounds from Central Florida to anywhere in the country where people need them. Join us. Do they have, do they have a shortage of Greyhounds and other? They parts do. Of the, okay. They do. They're uh, no, they have too many Greyhounds because they were retiring. All right. All right. And so they had to find them homes, and it's a national program. We should trade them for their dogs. Raising money to find the new homes. <laughs> <laughs> Where can they find out information? LocalLoveOrlando.com. Thanks, Jim. All right. Other events happening. There's the Thornton Park District Putt and Poor Pub Crawl. That thing kills it. It does. It's super fun. I'm actually going to be a judge, and I'm judging the different mini putt courses that yeah. are all those bars. And we'll make it really quick. The Prince Royal MLS All-Star Concert is happening Saturday at Wall Street. That's Prince Royce. He's huge. Super cute Latin star. Curry Fest is happening at the Central Florida Fair, there's a crazy speakeasy pop-up event. You just need to Google White Rabbit. Oh, that sounds like bungalow.com. drugs. Follow the White Rabbit. Yeah. You'll find out more. Uh, Sister Bingo, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, are hosting a bingo night at the First Unitarian Church. Ah. It's drag queens dressed like nuns. Super fun. Uh, the Indoor Farmer's Market is taking place at Celine Again, that's on Sunday. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's an air-conditioned farmer's market. And uh, the Peru Independence Day celebration is taking place at Oma. All right. We got to go. Thanks, John. See you guys next week. Thanks, cigars.